You're listening to Small Business Made Simple, a podcast for small business owners and entrepreneurs. Most of our interviews aren't with professional speakers and authors. The bulk of our interviews are with hardworking business owners that are out in the community building their businesses, leading their teams, and leaving a legacy. And they want to share what they've learned with you. My name is Sam Moss. I'm the owner of One Click Agency, a website design company for small businesses, and I'm also one of the co-hosts of this show. Our goal today is to help you stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business. I hope you enjoy the podcast. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Small Business Made Simple podcast. Um, today with me, I have Gary Day um, from Baltimore, Baltimore, Maryland, and um, he's the CEO. I'm going to read a list here of what he's got under his belt. So the CEO of American Limousine, the CEO of SafeRide, the president of Go to the Air, or Go the airport shuttle. Um, he owns American Sedan. And on top of all that, he also has a, uh, a property management company. So Gary, first off, wow, that's a lot. And second, welcome to the show. It's great to have you. Thank you. Well, why don't you share a little bit about what you've got going on? Obviously, it's a lot of things. So why don't you just share for a couple of minutes, um, what got you into business and why uh, you love doing what you do? Well, I got into business basically on a dare in 1990. Um, I used to use limousines to go out and have some fun with my friends like once a month. And we were always disappointed with some of the service. Some of it was wonderful and some of it was not so wonderful. So one of my friends said, well, if you can do it better, you should do it. So we bought a small company with one car uh, and it was gonna be a hobby. And in 93, it turned into a career and uh, I've been doing it ever since. I love it. Now we run over 60 vehicles. And as you said, we have four different divisions that run out of our property with our own car wash, mechanic shop, detail shop. And uh, it's a 24 hour, seven day a week task. And uh, obviously people that are listening right now might say, how on earth do you find the time to do it? And that's what we're going to talk about today is how to delegate and how to uh, hand stuff off to your team. Um, so they can do it because all of us know that not one single person can handle all of that. Um, and I want to start out with a big question here. Um, what is the biggest mistake that you found um, business owners, companies, entrepreneurs make when it comes to delegation or really not delegating? Well, I think a lot of people try to hold way too much to the cuff, too private. you got to teach people around you how to do what they do well and they have to teach other people that work with them how to do what they do well. So that again, you know, if somebody needs to take a vacation, the, the show doesn't fall into chaos. You know, the military says uh, everybody has to march the same way. And if someone said to me the other day, well, why? And I said, because if they don't, they'll fall over each other, you know? So you want everyone to think the same way and do the same type of thing using their own expertise. But I think you just train people, you give them enough rope to climb it or hang themselves, mm -hmm. and you build a team that you trust to run your company. You know, there are things you have to keep to yourself, like, you know, stuff with your attorney, your private matters, HR things that you can't talk about. But I mean, the day-to-day -day business, you have to have people so you can go on vacation, take a day off if you don't feel good. You know, everybody needs to have a support staff. And, and I believe you hire good people, you pay them well, and you train them, and you let them give you great ideas, and you learn from them. 
And sometimes you don't agree and you explain why. You know, I say to my team, don't come to me with an opinion. Come to me with facts. Mm-hmm. I'm wrong if you prove me wrong. I'm not wrong because you think I'm wrong. <laughs> and, and that's how we have conversation. And sometimes they'll go and do their homework and they'll come back and say, you know, you were right. And I'm like, I thought I was, but I would allow <laughs> you to, uh, you know, prove me wrong. Mm-hmm. But I think that's how a good manager builds a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it starts at the top. You have to trust the people around you. You have to trust the people around them. Because, you know, I can't drive 50 vehicles and I can't dispatch two or 300 rides a day by myself anymore. It, mm-hmm. It's just not what I'm good at. So you have to have people that you trust to make you look good. Mm-hmm. And that's what I do. One of the points that you had here, um, I mean, you brought up that you have that open door policy. People can come to you with ideas. Um, you also said just talk to your employees about what's going on within your company. So is that where you initiate the conversation and really pry into them and say, hey, look, where can we improve? What can we do better? Absolutely. And, you know, I have a policy. Like if I'm not here, I wasn't here yesterday. But everybody who works in our office has to send me an end of day report as to what they've accomplished. Mm-hmm. Um, that way I don't get left out of something that might fall through the cracks tomorrow. Just shoot me. I always say, send me a reader digest version. I don't want a story, but just tell me if, if a phone call came in or something we need to talk about, then I'll put it on my mind to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and that way I can come in the next day and say, Oh, so you had a really good conversation. One of our salespeople had a meeting with somebody it really went well, so tell me a little more about it. So they, let, they know that I'm engaged in what they're doing. And, and if they need me, they can always call. But yeah, yeah you just have to have communication. Um, and it doesn't have to be long and drawn out. It just needs to be short and sweet. And I do it every day. I think I talk to our people every day. Even if I'm not here, you know, with technology, you can FaceTime. Uh, someone was here yesterday wanted to look at something and our fleet manager wanted to show me something. He FaceTimed me while I was sitting at a restaurant with a friend of mine. And I just stepped outside and talked and had the conversation for two minutes and went back to what I was doing. So with all the technology, it's really easy to do a lot of things from wherever you are. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of small companies today in transportation, you can tell that they're answering them on their cell phone, but they, aren't even, they don't even have an office anymore. Their office is the front seat of whatever car they're in. Right. So you just have to talk with the drivers. Everybody has to know what the expectation is and how to achieve it. Mm-hmm. And the more you communicate and the more you have even killed that everyone's thinking the same way, the less problems you have in the long run. Mm-hmm. How have you found that balance? Um, I mean, you have 50 vehicles, 50 plus, whatever it is. So that means you have a lot of drivers. And you probably can't talk to every single one of them every day. Do you talk with your top tier leadership and then they relay information or how does that work for you? You know, the drivers talk to the fleet department and they talk to the dispatch department is who they talk to a lot. So, you know, again, we try to keep communication through all that. When a new driver is brought on, obviously they go through a lot of training and they, they go through a lot of here's how things work. And you have to sort of learn how, who needs more attention than others so that everyone can be successful at the same type of task. Mm-hmm. Um, I always, I say that we put drivers in categories. You have your A to Z driver, your A to B driver, and your A to M driver. 
So some people can do anything you give them, whether it's drive across the country and they just figure it out and you don't have to deal with it. Some people are many, better to do local and just do one or two. They're not good if you give them long drawn out itineraries, they don't do a good job. And then you have other people that are okay for some things, but not really complicated. So it's the same way in life, you know, you go to a store, one cashier is really efficient, the other one's line is moving at a snail's pace. They're not, they're not bad employees, but you have to work with ones to be better. One needs more help than the other. So, and, and you know, when we have a driver that needs some extra help, we bring them in, we spend some time with them. And our fleet department will also let us know, hey, this person's pretty sharp, they get it. You know, this person couldn't hook up a cell phone to the car. They're not very savvy with tech. They're gonna need more hand-holding. So we, we sort of get a baseline for everybody and that's how we work with them. Here at OneClick, we know that at the end of the day, you just want to be a successful business owner. And in order to do that, you need a website that looks amazing and gets results. The problem is you don't know where to start when it comes to building a website, which makes you feel overwhelmed every time you try to begin the process on your own. We believe you should never feel overwhelmed about building a website. We understand what it feels like not knowing where to start, which is why we can handle the work for you. Here's how it works. Step one, visit oneclickagency.com to get a quote. Step two, let us build you a professional website. And step three, your business will stand out online without you lifting a finger. Visit oneclickagency.com today so you can stop feeling overwhelmed about your website and instead get a professional to build one that stands out from your competition and gets you results. In that case, let's say you have a driver that just isn't really doing as well as you'd like them to do. Is that something that you as a business owner tackle and coach them on? Or do you send someone that is really doing a good job and have them come alongside and delegate even that? It depends what the issue is, honestly. You know, some people aren't good at everything. So if it gets to a point where we don't feel like this driver meets the criteria that we want for our team, then I usually will sit down with them and our HR person and have a conversation about how this might not be a good match for them and get their two cents. Uh, if someone just needs some training, absolutely. We put them with a senior driver who can do a really good job and let them spend some quality time just taking in their knowledge. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we decide whether there's something else that we can do with them. You know, I, like I said, some people are not, a driver's job is driving mm -hmm. to be a safe driver. But you also, you know, if you're a limo driver, you have to be more of a bartender, waiter, personality than just a driver. Uh, if you're a van driver, it's more just driving and letting people get in on that. So we have different calibers of people and different mm -hmm. things. Not everybody is a good chauffeur because they aren't good at waiting on people. Some people can drive a vehicle, but they don't have the personality to... Uh, be subservient to guests mm -hmm. so you have to figure that out some people start out and they think they'll love it and then they say i hate this you know i never want to be the waiter i want to be waited on mm -hmm. and you're like okay we can maybe move you here that's less combative and, and less thinking or maybe this isn't a good match for you so you try to work with everybody because everybody's worth you know a little bit of time and effort to see if it's a match for you because mm -hmm. it's hard to find good people in today's society yeah. Um, one of the toughest things that I think businesses and companies they struggle with is finding the ideal time 
to bring on a new employee or delegate something? When, in your opinion or in your experience, when is that sweet spot to bring someone else onto a team um, to take responsibility off of your plate or maybe one of your higher managers? When business is running normal, you know, we're probably adding three or four people a week to our team. Uh, because again, to be open 24 hours a day, seven days a week, if we don't have enough people to drive every vehicle every hour, every day, we're not fully staffed. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get a lot of, a lot of older people now who want to work 20 hours a week. So that might only be two shifts because it might be eight hours one day, eight hours the next day. So we go through a lot of people. And then a lot of people that are older, we have to prepare for the winter. A lot of them want to take a month off and go to Florida or, mm-hmm. or take a month off in the summer and go to the beach because they've worked there 40 years in real life and this is just play money. So we have to be prepared for everything that's going to happen. And having 30 years of history, we know the, the game plan. So in the springtime, we gear up because of proms and wedding season. And in the wintertime, we say to people, we're going through that right now where a lot of drivers have social security and they've almost maxed out what they can earn for this year without paying back money. So they don't want to work anymore this year. They're like, no, no, no. I just, I can't make more than another hundred dollars this year. So save me for an emergency or a VIP Hmm. and leave me alone. So you have to have more people coming in to fill your needs so that you can still run your company. So it's a revolving door of HR. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people have worked for us for years and they come back and they want to help out a month or two and they want to do that. So it's really, it's really nice that people buy into what we do and want to be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Um, The last thing I have here that I want to touch on, and you had mentioned this when we were chatting before the call um, is a lot of times business owners and entrepreneurs, whoever it is, executives, they don't want to delegate or give something to their team because they're afraid that, they're no longer going to be relevant if they teach people what they know. Can you just explain why that's just a negative uh, thought that you should have and really should get it out of your mind? Well, you know, again, if you're in business, there's lots of opportunities that knock on your door. So if you got yourself boggled down with the day-to-day running of everything, how do you get involved in a new project that might take, you know, when we bought Go the Airport Shuttle a couple of years ago, it took four and a half months to do our due diligence to learn what they do, to understand their day-to-day. I spent two weeks down there every day watching how they do what they do. I went through all their vehicles and looked at how they were. And then when we finally made the offer and signed the contracts with the lawyers and did everything, we moved their whole operation up here. You know, we had to have moving trucks and we had to have, we sold their whole fleet of vehicles and had a whole new fleet here ready the day we took over. So it hit all my time for about, three months so the american limousines and go and all these other places are safer i had to still be running so i had to have a team that really could do that because it was a huge investment uh and i think a smart manager always has key people so that if there's a new opportunity or something happens in their personal life a death or, or someone gets ill they can step away you can't step away for months but you can sure take a week or two and, and do it via phone or communicate or email and not be tied down to your chair. You know, if I'm not here for a week, my biggest problem is all the stuff that I need to print out and deal with, with the paper at my office. 
because everything comes via email or a scan or document anymore. So, you know, I don't want to print it at home and then end up not having it here. So I wait and do everything here so I don't screw it up. But I have a really good team and they, you know, people get to know you if you train them and they know what to do. They don't need to bother you because they know what you would say. And that's the type of people you want to have around you. And sometimes you got to go through a lot of people, Sam, to find good employees that think like you. You know, I'm a big believer in zodiac signs. So my assistant is a Taurus, which I'm a Taurus. So we think just alike. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not alike, but we think alike. You so think it's alike. a great yeah. match to work together because we think the same way. Well, can you uh, just share where we can find out more about you? It's been awesome having um, you share with us about how to really improve our companies. Can you just say again where we can find um, more about you online? Okay, it's www.amerlimo.com. It's American Limousines. And if you, you can email the office, I see them. My assistant will send them to me. Or my email is gary, G-A-R-Y-D, at amerlimo.com. Awesome. Well, Gary, thank you so much. Uh, lots and lots of value here. Uh, it's been great getting to know you and hearing about your businesses. And I appreciate you talking to our listeners. You're welcome, Sam. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Small Business Made Simple. If you learned something insightful, actionable, or useful that you're excited to implement in your business, please leave us a review and subscribe to the podcast. Not only are you helping other future listeners find the show, you're giving them an opportunity to learn something valuable they can implement as well. Thanks as always for listening to the Small Business Made Simple podcast, where we believe in providing you with the tools you need to stand out to your customers, beat your competition, and grow your business.